Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, good afternoon, and uh, thank you for joining us for the uh, Tuesday. We're going to be very productive episode of the Laurie and Julia Show here on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Okay, let's have some fun. You think? Yeah, all okay. right, Danny, if you right. say so. Okay. I'm, I'm just so worked up about everything. Uh, oh, oh, are you? Yeah, I okay. really am. I'm very upset about this whole thing with the kids at the border and being separated and that the president is lying to us and he could stop it yesterday. He could. It's mm-hmm. a policy I know that uh, Obama put in place. I know he deported more people than anybody. Mm-hmm. But separating these kids. It's very, it's it's very hard to terrible. watch. It's terrible. It's sad. It, I mean, it's it, 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 encaging them. It is not right. It, everyone should be upset. I don't care. What party you believe in, this is not what America does. We're better than this. It makes me feel like uh, we all have holes in our heart. It's so upsetting. It really is. It has been upsetting. And I was just in my grandma's bubble this weekend and not really realizing, you know, how bad it was. And, I mean, it is just, it's really, it's not normal what's happening. And it's just not I know. Give and you have a number that people. Well, can call. I mean, I I've already been call. I've I've been calling people who don't represent me. I know, like Klobuchar and Tina Smith, they are putting pressure on. You know, John mm-hmm. McCain is the you know conscience of the Republican Party. Apparently, people are. But I called like Jason Lewis and Emmer and Paulson because those are they're Republican congressmen. They're not speaking up about anything. They're just staying silent. They said, oh, well, this was Obama, but he, Trump has put the policy of separating the kids. Mm-hmm. It's very upsetting. It's, it I is. mean, you know what little kids are like. And if some people are fleeing. I, I mean, this Ann Coulter saying they're child actors and Laura Ingram saying it's summer camps. No, I there's mean, been some on. horrific things. And, and all, what, <sighs> four or five of the last um, of the first ladies have spoken out about it. It's very upsetting. All of them, yeah. including Melania yeah. lightly, you know, saying govern with the heart because they don't, they could undo this policy just like that mm-hmm. about separating the kids. Yeah, well, she's in it. Tough position. Well, I know, it, but you know, but but you know, she's not. She's tro- we've seen her troll her husband before. Mm. I mean, she she's it's, it's very upsetting, it and it's is. and a lot of people are outraged, and there's a lot of people trying today. There are going to be some votes were going to happen on. Capitol well, here's Hill. the number if you'd like to call please. Washington D.C. and they prompt you for your zip code and so that they can put you in touch with the right person yes, for they your do. state. We just did this before we, we went. We did. On air. We did, and 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 if. if if your zip code isn't recognized, 
they transferred to an operator and I actually got a person. Okay, so <laughs> I know I tested it. I'm all worked up. Okay, one two zero two 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 four three one two one. And you all you have to say is I support the keep the families together act. Yeah. So if you're as upset as uh, everybody else is, and people are just upset about it because I mean, it's just the the, the tape true. of the kids crying and these little kids. And what if you're fleeing? You know, you've got a gang that's after your family mm-hmm. and they want to kill you. And you think, well, at least I'll get my kids to the border and they'll be alive because I, I'm not safe here. <sighs> God bless America. Dang it. Just makes me so upset. It is upsetting. Oh, I understand. I, yeah, I, I mean, th- you guys I, are. I know you feel yeah. the same no, way. I, do. I, I think most most... People do, unless you just 1,000% only watch Fox News, and then they paint another reality that is not even, I don't even know what reality that is. You know, if you pay, because most people, I think, surf for their news. mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I look at the, I like to read the Wall Street Journal opinion, and, you know, I go to other places. I'm not just all Huffington Post and Daily Beast and, you know, all these other, I, I do try and, you know, look at uh, at stuff, and and President Obama did deport more people than any other he president. He did. He um, did. But he was doing things like looking. You know, they might if they're criminals or whatever. But this policy of just separating uh, families, they've uh, let they have let this whole issue go on way too long. Yes, because and you've so got not, two different yes. issues. Yeah, there's an issue about open border and you can't let everybody in, but I mean, we've gone like the exact uh, opposite thing and and then to hold kids uh, in exchange for some other political thing that you want. It's just not right. It's just not right. No. It's not normal and people should say that every day until it stops. There. Okay. okay. That's it. I feel better. Well, well, Thank good. you for listening. You can direct all your hate mail to me <laughs> if you want. I won't read it anyway, so it will have oh, absolutely no effect on me. There yes, you go. Right, Perfect. So, all right, Julia, I watched uh, the MTV Movie and TV Awards, and basically the reason we were going to watch you. it was the reason we watched it. it. They're the dumbest awards out there. They're not awards. They're the non-award, non-awards from a non-award network that doesn't even do what they told us they were going to do in the first place, which was play videos. But Tiffany Haddish was amazing. She's hysterical. She, and I, she goes was, everywhere. She goes dark. She can do everything yes. because of who she is. It's and, amazing. And uh, Love, Simon won the best kiss. That was kind of a new thing. But here's just a little thing from GMA. And that way, if you didn't watch the MTV Awards, because you didn't have two hours to give to that award show last night. You can just basically get Tiffany Haddish in a nutshell. Tiffany Haddish reigns supreme at the MTV Movie and TV Awards. Look into my eyes, Michael. Look into my eyes. The comedian spoofed Hollywood's biggest blockbusters. Look at that delicious, blind, and white skin. I can see your lungs. Okay, I gotta apply black logic here. If you can talk by the waterfall, why don't you live next to the waterfall? She also donned some of the most famous gowns from the fashion universe. Megan is the only one that can look good in a dress. (laughs) She from my hood I had to represent. And give it up for my beautiful dress that I stole from Jayla. She came out in the old Versace dress. A familiar favorite that was from her own closet. And welcome back to my Alexander McQueen dress. One more time. But the night's breakout moment came here after Best Hero winner Chadwick Boseman used his speech 
to honor a real-life hero. Receiving an award for playing a superhero is amazing, but it's even greater to acknowledge the heroes that we have in real life. So, I just want to acknowledge somebody that's here today, James Shaw Jr. If you don't know James Shaw Jr., he fought off a gunman in Antioch, Tennessee, at a Waffle House. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. He saved lives. Come on up here. Thank you, brother. So this is gonna live at your house. It's gonna live at your house. Such a great moment. And the Black Panther team all around won big, taking home best movie, best performance in a movie, and best villain as well. It was also a good night for Stranger Things. They won best show, best performance in a show, and most frightened performance. So, and that was really who was on the red carpet. The Riverdale kids, yep. the Stranger Things, the Black Panther, and Tiffany Haddish was sort of the best thing in her Kodak yellow spoof yeah. went on a little bit too oh. long. But in like between little, her uh, monologue and stuff, she's just so much. She she's is, got a lot of comedic brilliance, and you, I, I am fascinated by her. Well, she's she's brilliant. She's Donnie posted a new movie that is coming out this fall that she's in about her sister getting um, catfished. Is this someone with Whoopi Goldberg? Yes, I and it, it looks so, really yeah. kind of fun. Doesn't even look like Whoop, Whoopi. No, she's got a cute wig on. She it looks like fun though. Um, She's searching for the man who catfished her, her sister, sister and right. she just got released from prison. It looks it looks like it a looks fun hysterical. one. I think she's just she's everything right now. She's HOT hot. But I do think um one of the things I noticed is um when she was singing um Bod- Bodak Yellow, is that mm-hmm. the name of the song? Yeah, the Cardi B song, and she was doing different words to it at the very beginning. Did you know how just how breathless she was? Yes. From dancing, and it made me think about how Beyonce and Taylor Swift and Madonna, how much conditioning they, they do. do. Oh, yeah. Pink, yeah. Kelly Clarkson. What Kelly doesn't do the she routines, doesn't dance, though, but though. Pink to sing live and yeah. Yeah. to dance because she was. It, it yeah. was one song and she was breathless, and yeah. I'm like, wow. I thought maybe the baby bump was pressing in on her because <laughs> she performed it with a the pregnant bump. belly, and mm-hmm. I thought maybe that thing is on too tight. But yeah, I guess. I just, it gave me respect for some of the other uh, singers out there that, I mean, look at what Beyonce does. Yeah. You know, it's pretty amazing. It but, is amazing. Yeah, that show is dumb. She should host a real show. Yeah, I know. Let's I have give her, her do the else. Emmys. Yes. Let's do her the Academy Awards. Let's give her a real show a real because show. that show is uh, just dumb. I don't think the Oscars are quite ready no, for her. No, they're not ready for <laughs> Tiffany, but <laughs> no. we're ready for her. Let me I tell you. If anyone watched it, I have to. I had to look up the Great Fruit thing again. Oh, from Girls Trip? Yeah. When she shows, that is one of the funniest movie scenes I have ever, ever seen. Ever, ever seen. But she threw that out a lot and she was looking at the Stranger oh, Kids Great thing, Britain, saying yeah. it, and I'm like, yes, <laughs> they're a little young for that. Well, they've probably seen the movie and they Uh already know and maybe they've forgotten they had to google it like you did probably all right listen we come back it's our story we can't get all right everybody sit down next to foster the people why don't you i do like that song it's catchy isn't it yeah, yeah, but it's kind of... I Do you want to hear more of Maroon 5, uh, the girl song? The one you I never really? heard it. Donnie, yeah, we played it a couple of times. You got to play it again I, for I Julia. Like you got to okay. hear it again for Julia. Okay, so... By the way, Foster the People opens up for Paramore at the Armory on July 5th. Okay, they do? Nice. I love Paramore. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard from them. A new order is coming. To the Palace Theater on August 23rd, but I feel There's, like that's, that's the first day of the you-know-what. 
Oh, we can't say that we're dating. There's oh, no, rules. No, no, sorry. Don't say that word. No, we, we can't <laughs> say that word. The thing that, that happens in August no. that we love, but we don't want to rush here. Shush. But, uh, yeah, I know. I think Chris Schneider had a story that New Order would be only like the, it's been 23 years or what? I mean, Bizarre Love Triangle, that just song. I can't remember them. Uh, you know two of their songs, Blue Monday and Bizarre Love Triangle. Yeah. I guarantee you know those yeah. songs. I bet I do. Only because you were in your... Um, you were still, you were before mommy, your pre-mommy years. The, the, it was the late 80s. So I know that you know these two I'm songs. I'm sure I yeah. know them. And I, I know, but once you become a mom, then there might it's be a post, few years of post. not knowing the music. But I know. Gosh, yeah. that is so 90s. It's so yeah. 90s, yeah. This is Blue Monday. Yeah, it's a good song. I mean, how do you not want to slap your rump and kind of pony dance to this? Well, or prance. <laughs> yeah, or prance. Pony dancing, prancing, whatever no, you want. You know, yeah, I, mean, I know. Oh, gosh. Oh, you just do okay. that. Oh, where's God. the camera? Yeah, where is it? Where is the camera? So anyway, the tickets go on sale and they'll be at the Palace Theater. Palace. That thing sells out, too. Yeah, I know it does. That sells out really quickly. All right, so um, Sandra Bullock was interviewed. You know, they're doing the press tour for Ocean's 8. Um, she was interviewed by the um, the it was the Sunday Times in London, and she was c- talking about her experiences with Me Too. And obviously, um, this is all the Ocean's Eight. Uh, yeah, it's the press. press. Yes, and so she talked about early on as an actress, um, she wanted to get fired from a film. Um, she's she said early on in her film career, she found herself in a co- under uncomfortable situation with a person of authority and she tried to deflect the situation with humor before asking the person to fire her she says it was a lesson um she said she didn't name the film or the person involved and she said after that i tended to remove anything that could be misconstrued as sexual i locked it down and then she talked about when she had first she was working on a movie when um, the first women came forward this time right. about Harvey Weinstein. And she said um, she had never worked for Harvey Weinstein. And she was really, really scared for the brave women who came forward to accuse him of sexual misconduct. Um, she was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. But bleep, bleep, bleep. What what if it doesn't work? She recalls thinking, please, God, let's not swing the other way. We're in such uncharted territory right now. I've seen a lot of fear and I've seen a lot of men of certain generation not understanding what's going on. But she goes on to say she heard rumors about Weinstein long before the exposés oh, about his behaviors yeah, I would think so. were published. And she describes hearing stories of accusing women of sleeping with him for parts. And she said, I was afraid of him. I was All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. When asked to be in that world, I learned early on to shut off things so those things didn't come my way. I only heard what Harvey wanted people to hear, and that made me so angry. She would say, well, you know how she got that role. She bleeped Harvey. And I would say, shut the bleep up. You don't know that. Then later to find out that the women were brutally attacked. They Mm -hmm. didn't sleep with Harvey, but Harvey always got his way with the media and led us to believe that. Yeah, She donated 500,000 to the Times Up initiative. Um and she was working on her bird box. It's an upcoming thriller that it's, she's working on. It's based on a book. Donnie and I think both read, you read it. Yes, it's I've read amazing. It. Yeah, it's, it's incredibly it's... tense and a psychological thriller. Mm-hmm. Oh. Post-apocalyptic world. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Julia's it, favorite. <laughs> it reminds it reminded me of Quiet Place when I read it just oh, a really? little bit. Okay. In yes, a different sense is involved this yes, time. Yes. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I like that she's, she's doing working that. on it. Mm-hmm. And then she said she saw when this all broke with Harvey, she saw a tremendous amount of fear from men on the set. In the end, I said, "I know you're scared, but I feel safe, so you can make some jokes now." You know, because the guys yeah. were trying to figure out how to yeah. act on the set. But if you cross the line, I'll bleep you up, yeah. she said. Mm. So she, um, her first movie was Hangman in 1987. And then she did a TV movie, <laughs> The Six Million Dollar Man and the Bionic Woman. That was what a was TV she- movie. And then she did the TV, uh, you know, her biggest thing was it was on for a year, 12 episodes she did the TV version of Working Girl based yes, on the Melanie Griffith. Yes, yes. So, yeah, her really big, big break was Speed. Oh, gosh, with but Keanu her, Reeves. Yep. Her, her very first movie was this movie, Hangman. And Who it's a CIA. It? it wasn't anything Anybody? Good. No one? Yeah, okay. I mean, it came out in 1987, but maybe it happened on that movie. Okay, mm. maybe. Her, her very, very first, first movie, because it would have been... On eighty seven, and Speed wasn't until what was that like early nineties? Yeah, so yeah. she because she kind of alluded that she then just kept herself from, out of those situations. Yeah, she mm-hmm. also talked about um, I'm um, and what you do to keep yourself out of that situation is you put on the gar the the armor of being one of the boys, yep. de- making yourself be. As unappealing um, as possible in situations that you can. I think she said early on, she's like, I don't want to do nude scene, sex scene. Yeah, that's what she said. She yeah. says, I'm not the kind of the person that says, I'm going to tape myself having sex. But I mean, she just meant in general, that's she how she kind of kept her. She wasn't thought of as the Mm-mm. sexy girl. She no, wasn't. And she was and thought of she more did the girl that deliberately yeah, All and, American girl. And she's playing Mallory in Bird Box. So she's playing them. That's the main role. Main role. Yes. So she's making that person older. Hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Mallory's not that old in uh, in the book. Yeah. And then yeah. she said comedy has always been her deflector. Mm-hmm. It's how I survived. It's safe because I set the tone. Yeah. And you know, you can see. I can totally I see that. I can totally that. see yes. that about her. But she never worked for Harvey and she wasn't his type. Yeah. She wasn't. Well, Ashley Judd was dark haired, but yeah, she, I think I think she just has more. She didn't have the. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. know what I was. think sexual people like Harvey Weinstein didn't really have a type. In, yeah, that's in true. That. When I think about it, yeah, when you think about it, I think it was whoever 
you know, he he tried it with he everybody, and since she didn't work with him, he couldn't try it with her. Right. I mean, that's as simple as that. Anyway, listen, we got free music coming up this weekend in Mirrors Park. It's the Twin Cities Jazz Fest. Really, probably the most amazing music fest that doesn't cost a dollar yeah, to amazing. attend. So we're going to... This is going viral in a big way. This is the My Talk Now Trending Report. What's this? What's the latest? latest, latest. Trending online this afternoon, it's National Martini Day. Also, Beyonce and Jay-Z trending fans are deconstructing their new video for hidden meanings and symbolism. The name of that song, I can't say on the radio, but go check it out. The video is online right now. Also, Michael Jackson trending. A Michael Jackson musical is coming to Broadway. The show is said to be inspired by the life and work of Jackson, and it's set for a 2020 debut. When is the turtle? When are the turtles going to get a musical on Broadway? That's what I want to know. The turtles. Out of all the bands that have ever existed on the planet, Donnie, you are pulling out the turtles. Right off the top of my head. I knew you'd enjoy it. Of course, it should be called Happy Together. Uh, And also trending would be Robert Kirkman, the creator of The Walking Dead, has a new series coming to Amazon. It's going to be animated, a superhero series, and it's called Invincible. That will be debuting sometime in the near future. All right, that's what's trending here at my talk. Okay. Oh, well, let's see. I was supposed to give you the uh, weather forecast, so let me do that real quickly. Uh, cloudy tonight, 61 the low. Tomorrow, partly sunny with a high of 80. Right now, it is 66 at my talk. Now you know what we know. See more at... Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. Joya, that's your Girls Like You song by Maroon 5. And we love that song. And we love talking to Steve Heckler. It is that time of the year. The Twin Cities Jazz Festival is happening Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And it really is one of the most fun, cool, and free musical events we have, if not the most fun. So, hi, Hi, Steve. Steve. Hi, how are you? We are are good. So, okay, so the stages are all around... How many stages do you have around Mears Park and Lower Town? Oh, we have great stages. Like, do you have four uh, or five? Memorial, I'm sorry? Do you have, like, four or five stages? Yeah, we have, we have three outdoor stages. Okay. Actually, a fourth outdoor stage this year, and we have about 20-some venues throughout the city. Oh, my. That's unbelievable. All throughout the city, you know? All right, well, ta- talk yeah. to us about our headliners uh, that we'll be seeing in, in Mears Park, where people can bring their lawn chairs and all the food and, you oh. know, trucks and stuff. Or who are we excited to see, or who should we know about? Well, that's the best part. You get to get food and bring a bring your chair and have a great time watching outside. Uh, and thanks for bringing good weather, by the way. I appreciate oh, you guys doing that. Yes, no you're problem. welcome. We, we told them to stop raining. <laughs> yeah, we're like, let it rain at the beginning of the week so it can be nice yeah, for Jazz right. Fest. <laughs> so on our main stage, our Highway uh, Federal Credit Union main stage, we have Dee Dee Bridgewater, a fantastic singer. And we have a new and upcoming artist that's never been to Minnesota. Her name is Nio Jones. And I was down in New Orleans, saw her on the stage, and walked up and signed her right there. Really? I think she's going uh, to be the next thing, and uh, hope folks up here like her and agree with it, because everyone that saw her just was, I mean, she had standing ovations, fantastic. And then on Friday, on the same Highway Federal Credit Union stage, is our uh, young artist, um, Emmett Cohen, is with a elder statesman named um, Houston Person, which should be good, and Beyonce sax player, Tia Fuller. Tell us about her. Oh, oh. Well, first of all, when I first heard her years ago, when she was like in her twenties, 
she's like a short kid. <laughs> I, I thought I was listening to Robbie Coltrane, to some seasoned musician, and realized this was a young woman playing at this level. And and if I might add, I'm so impressed that uh, these young folks are doing that. You know, that's uh, pretty cool. So, yeah. And you're going to see young like our our um, North Royal um, is is hosting a youth clinic. Uh, North clinics are out at the Union Depot, and uh, we have a hundred youth playing, wow. all part of the Dakota Foundation. So, you know, it's open, it's free. Oh, did I say that earlier? It's free. It's free. I mean, that's that's what we love about it. No, um, okay. So the the on the big stage in Mir Park, Mears Park, is yeah. it like six thirty and eight thirty? The times for Thursday, Friday, Saturday night. Well, Thursday we're doing a partnership with Music and Mears. And uh, they have music from 6 to 9. Okay. And uh, and then on Friday, the stage starts at 4 o'clock. It goes 4 to 10. Oh, nice. At 10 p.m., at 10 p.m. the city kicks us out. So okay. We have to go. But, then, but then, don't leave. Don't leave. Then all the clock. Oh, God, we go to 2 a.m. And all the venues, is jam sessions and all kinds of fun. Over at the Black Dog and Hattrick and all the way down to Bucharest, Mancini's. I mean, I, the whole city I, just becomes alive. It's really fun. Because I, mean, I did stay out very, 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 very late, late last, last year, year. And I kept finding live jazz, live music everywhere I went. Right. In the, in the basements of bars, everywhere. Uh, Steve, it's you're so responsible for the one week in a year where, like, a lot of action is happening in a, 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 the whole area of St. Paul. Yeah. Well, we started, my, my friend, that I bought myself and a few people, we started the Jazz Fest 20 years ago. Really? Uh, and we didn't we didn't think it would be like what it turned into, and we're just super pleased that the community uh, is supporting the arts to this kind of degree. And so, yeah, we're really happy that uh, that we were able to put, produce an event to this level. What is and this? So, um, can we ask you what is the Excel Energy Tiny House <laughs> on Fifth and Sibley? <laughs> What's that all about? <laughs> oh well, our friends at Excel came up with an excellent idea. Oh, that, that's, anyway, they came up with an idea of this. They, they've been promoting their tiny house and energy efficiency. And all that, so they wanted to see if we could fit it in the festival. So as we're going back and forth with, with Excel, they had this tiny house that had a deck on it. And we said, well, why not put a band right on the deck right out front of tiny house? Oh, fine. <laughs> so, so, yeah, it's going to be amazing. So the, the stage will be parked in front of um, the stage will be parked on Fifth Street and Throughout the festival, there will be bands playing. Um, will be playing right on the deck of the tiny house. So you know, after that, the people. I think Excel's going to have tours of to the tiny house, and uh, oh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be so. Yeah, it's actually a tiny house parked there that's integrated with the jazz festival okay. with some jazz musicians out there. I love those that's tiny houses. Fun. Yeah, so it's like that HGTV tiny house concept. Yeah. I love those things. Would you, would you live? Would you live in one? Well, I've I thought about I it. I, I kind of like Steve how mobile they are. <laughs> I mean, you can move wherever you want. Yeah, well, it's like a mobile. You have to sell everything you own, though, almost, right? Well, I don't know. I think you could afford to have both. They're so little. Oh, no, that's true. That's true. Yeah, so so that's how Excel has come in. They have really stepped up and. I'm really excited to see how this is. brand new concept for us. I don't think any other festival that I know of has quite integrated what Excel has proposed. And I think this is going to be uh, quite a unique experience. We have some great jazz musicians sitting on their deck of the tiny house. So I, I'm really, really uh, amazed how Excel was so creative to come up with such a 
great concept. Is are you finding that the um, you know the St. Paul Jazz Festival is becoming? I mean, because you've heard of some big ones in the past that have been around forever, like the Newport Jazz Festival or the New Orleans yeah. Jazz. They Festival. cost a lot of money. I know. Too. I mean, are you are we starting to get up in that echelon of how big this event is? No, we're bigger than they are. We're a lot better, and uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's my. What I like to say. All right, no, well, I, I like it because we're bigger and better because it doesn't cost anything. And I mean, I'm yeah. always amazed at how you put the lineup together. And I know you've got local people too that play the Capri Big Band yeah. and other places at the venues. But you guys must work on this all year long. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, first of all, just to going back to one question, there's only a handful of really good free outdoor jazz festivals. Yeah. Like the French Quarter Fest in New Orleans, Detroit, Atlanta. So, and that's the model when I started this okay. kind of looking at. Those type of free events. And how do you keep them civic? How do you connect economically in every way with the city so it's a partnership? Everything works. So it, it really takes that kind of effort to develop. Arts bring art in my, uh, and research shows us that the arts bring in economic vitality to anywhere to yeah. a city especially I guess I, I guess we didn't realize that you had modeled it after like New Orleans yeah. and other you know d- d- jazz fest cuz you guys are a non profit and I, we just appreciate right. it because we it's have great. always heard amazing music though and then you know it seems like you have really I mean, I don't know if you've got a waiting list for the vendors who get to sell their food and drink there, but it's always really good food options. Oh, yeah, the food trucks are fantastic. Oh, look how many food trucks are now in the city, right? Yeah. Remember, by the way, five, ten years ago, I think we had two, and now they're everywhere, right? Right. And and what's nice about it in the vent is just they're self-contained, and they're licensed kitchens in among themselves. So it's kind of fun watching some of these young people getting into that, and it's fun working with them. Yeah, yeah. Steve, are you from Brooklyn? No, I'm from the Bronx. You're from the Bronx. Okay, yeah, I I, I couldn't remember where you're from. I, I love that you keep your New York accent. Can I just ask, where yeah. in the Bronx, Steve? Because I'm from the Bronx. Where? I'm from near, uh, near Bang, uh, Deaver Clinton High School, that area. Oh, okay, yeah. No, I was in uh, Castle Hill Projects. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm done, I'm done. Yeah. Okay. Well, are you responsible for keeping it, the weather nice? Is that what you're doing? Yes. He's trying. He does read the weather every day, Steve. Every so I guy guess we, reads the weather. I, I guess we could say that he's responsible for the weather, but we are hey, happy hey, it's going to be nice. I to you. I wanted to comment. The turtles. I'm all in with you, buddy. I'm all there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Despite what they told you, I'm with you, man. I got your back on that one. That's... That's a band I like, too. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Steve, thank you so much. We'll see you at the Twin Cities Jazz Festival starting uh, Thursday. Thursday afternoon, and it goes through Saturday. And where should people go to take a look at the schedule and times? TwinCitiesJazzFestival.com. Correct. TwinCitiesJazzFestival.com. On there, you'll see like the Facebook links and also join the mail list. If you just want updates and information, uh, please just email us or uh, whatever, and we'll be happy to. Uh, okay. Most of it's right on the site there. So thank you for having me. Thank you. We appreciate it, Steve. We just don't get enough Bronx in our life, even though we have Donnie every day in our life. He doesn't sound like you do. <laughs> well, if you want to be you know, call any time if you need some more Bronx in your life. I'm All right. <laughs> Steve, thank you so much. Um, we, Great, thank you. Good to talk to you. When we come back, we're going to stick with the music theme, and Stevie Nicks is singing with.
Leanne Rhymes. And she was thrilled to do it. We're going to discuss. Sometimes I feel like giving up. No medicine is strong enough. Someone help me. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I'm looking through my phone again, feeling anxious. Hey everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. Well, um, I guess John Bream had an amazing story on Steve Heckler in the paper. Yeah, this did, weekend, yeah. that would have been nice to have had before we talked to him. Because I, <laughs> no yeah, kidding, I I've often wondered how does Steve do this jazz fest? It's been going on for twenty years. That always has amazing music, and it's free. And it's free. Okay, so John Bream, take tell the story. More than thirty thousand people will see seventy-two musical acts on twenty-two stages over three days. Um, in St. Paul, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, mm-hmm. it's all free, and the musicians are paid. How does that How happen? does Steve Heckler do this? The area's biggest annual free music event. He's the only one who works full-time. He's got part-time contractors and 200 volunteers, and he has committee after committee of volunteers who help with everything from booking the talent to getting diversity. And um, John Bream writes, the Jazz Fest is a bit like the Minnesota State Fair without offense. Gated Mission or Birthing Center. <laughs> a main stage in the lushly manicured Mears Park, food trucks, b- beverage, and then restaurants, bars, and clubs, all within walking distance. Over the years, only one night of the Jazz Fest has ever been rained out. And it was a few years back, because I swear it yep. was a Saturday night, and mm-hmm. it just wouldn't stop. Yeah. But it's fr- it's such a pretty setting downtown St. Paul, and it's you know a little bit of... Um, a couple, it's like a block up yeah. from CHS Stadium. It's and it's all the bars are, you know, all the restaurants have op- outdoor seating around it. Yeah. It's just yeah, a gorgeous. lovely setting too. It started uh, after remember the the live after five events yep. on PV Plaza. Yes, so totally. I remember when I worked for Sun Country, we yep. were a sponsor of that. It's a way, you know, to for for people to reach out to the community, and he does get sponsorship money for this. And he said we wanted them to have a jazz night as part of live after five, right? And they thought maybe, you know, because people jazz, I don't know if I know what jazz is, you know, and like I really have learned to appreciate jazz from this and also going to New Orleans. Right. You know, Mm -hmm. otherwise I used to think jazz. I don't think I like it, you know. Right. Um, But anyway, he like 3000 people showed up. To their little jazz night that they thought 300 people. Okay, so then he thought, maybe there's a third. And then it became the hot summer jazz festival for a few years. And then in 2001 became this uh, nonprofit. So That's pretty cool. Yeah, anyway, so Excellent. that is... So it's um, Thursday, Thursday afternoon, late afternoon. Yeah. But it, it the fun thing, I think, is because the, the main stage is close at 10, but every single bar has a little delighted... A treat inside it. Yes, I agree. We Music. had a blast last year. We had year. so we much fun bar hopping. From, yes, it's just, and it's all within walking distance. Right, and yeah. there's just yet another one pops up. Yeah. Oh, here's something different. So it's really fun. No, so. it really is the three nights of the year that 
all of downtown St. Paul is awake. It's fun. At the same time. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So we have some other okay, music Okay, so news. I saw this today in Rolling Stone, and um, I was like, Leanne Rhymes got Stevie next to collaborate with her? How does what? this happen? So she actually is reimagining an LP that came out on some of her songs. So it means... You know, like songs? Leanne Rhymes okay, So she's going back in and she's um, newly crafted versions of Bluer Hit, How Do I Live? The Hollywood speak on this is nobody's buying the old stuff <laughs> yep. or the new, new stuff. stuff yeah. So she's, she's got to go duets. Reinterpreting yeah. the old stuff because right. she's not ready to do covers. Right. <laughs> so this song, um, which is called um, Borrowed, Borrowed, it was written by Rhymes, Daryl Brown and Minnesota's Dan Wilson. And um, was this from the Spitfire album? Because I feel like that was the album that they said was kind that was actually underappreciated, mm-hmm. uh, where she got real raw with her writing right. and Dan Wilson helped her. All right. And so what happened is Stevie Nicks refers to Leanne Rhymes as the best I've ever sung with. Notes that she chose to record Borrowed for Reimagined after Rhymes sang it on The Tonight Show in 2013. Wow. And she goes to say... When I heard her, I stopped in my tracks, sat down on the floor, and started to cry. I understood what she was singing about. I understood the pain was real, and I understood that it had happened to me. When the song ended, I called my assistant to tell her that one day I would sing the song with Leanne. It was our destiny. And so, um, Nick's, you know, is a member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and Fleetwood Mac says, Rhymes, as a vocalist, you can't compete with her. You can only keep up with her. To sing with her is to be blessed. She teaches you. She takes you along for the ride. She takes you on a journey, and you arrive at a much better oh place. Oh, my word. I mean, Those this are is, words of high praise. That's amazing. It's amazing to me. And then, you know, Leanne Rhymes said, Stevie's been inspiring me as a songwriter and a performer for as long as I can imagine. Yeah, to know blah, that, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Let's listen to the song. Okay. Right, Let's see go. if it's good. I know you're not mine. You already belong to her. At least you said so. This is about Brandy. I know. But I'm starting to believe it ain't the whole truth. Cause when we're lying side by side, I get the whole you. I wanna hold out, but I hold on, even though I know it's wrong. That is a heart-rending song about Eddie Sibri, and she feels he's just borrowed from Brandy Glanville. And how beautiful is that collaboration? Amazing. Their voices sounded incredible Mm -hmm. together. Very, uh, yeah, beautiful harmony. Mm -hmm. So this is going to be available June 20th. That's beautiful. Beautiful. That's beautiful. Mm, You know what? Too bad that Leanne... uh, Listen, she's, she's got an amazing voice. No, I and know that, but that she's stuck with Eddie, that she feels that she's stuck he with him. He gave her her first orgasm, Lori. She, I know she that's what no, it is. She couldn't get out. She, she's not been able to get over the orgasmic haze. Other, someone else will give you one too, Leanne. I know. Well, Eddie, And then he won't even let her have, have a, a baby. baby. That one. Because he's the had part the vasectomy. That, 
That's the part that crushes me about I, the whole relationship. And I wonder who Stevie Nicks was talking about, who she loved that was, was borrowed. It, Oh, borrowed. well, you don't have to look it that up. Could be it could be any, any number, number of people. Of people. Right. Yeah. <laughs> she did have kind of a rich, oh, yeah. wonderful love life. Mm-hmm. It could be anybody. That's you know? really pretty. And uh, there, who can't relate to that feeling like you're just borrowing? But I have you here now. Yeah, I have and you I now. I want to keep you. I'm starting to someone think else you're had, mine. Oh. oh, my gosh. Wow. Way to go, Dan Wilson, writing a beautiful song with Leanne Rimes. They, uh, the critics loved that album, Spitfire. I, I downloaded quite a few songs from that album. And that came out like five years ago. Mm-hmm. And I swear, uh, Leanne kind of shot herself in the foot being such a wounded bird about Eddie mm-hmm. and Brandy that uh, she might have turned off fans that were just like, oh, what's happened to her? Not understanding it. Why'd you be a marriage, you know, homewrecker she, yeah. and all of that? Uh, that can't be the best uh, tactic no. for a country. But she had, a, a, if you go back to her childhood. Yeah, I mean, well, she was 13 when yeah. Blue came out. And she emancipated herself from her dad, I believe. At, at 15. Yeah, at 15. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, yeah, it's, it's interesting. I think um, she really has a rich voice. Mm-hmm. And she can write songs, yeah, apparently. Which is so cool. All right. Well, speaking of songwriters, Mm -hmm. I was listening to Pamela McNeil today on the way into work. Oh, she's so good. She's so good. Yeah. Well, what do you think of Michael Jackson getting a musical coming to Broadway? I feel like we're getting too many too fast. I know. Why not? Who's next? No, I mean, mean, really, um, I'm not that excited about who's attached to it for some reason. um, Well, the person who's going to write the book mm -hmm. has a two-time... He's won the Pulitzer Prize for Sweat and Rune, two gritty dramas that grapple with subjects uh, that are very different from Michael Jackson. Okay. So, but he maybe, I don't know. The choreographer is a ballet guy. Yeah, he's a ballet superstar, Julia. He did an American in Paris. Oh, Oh, he did. Yeah. And it'll be interesting to see because the Michael Jackson estate is doing. Yeah, this right. They've collaborated with this, so obviously they'll be able to use they Michael Jackson's music. No, but then they will be able to edit out this the more uh, unseemly and tawdry and salacious parts yeah. of Michael Jackson's, Jackson's life. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be on Broadway in twenty twenty. Do you think they would have pre and post plastic surgery, Michael Jackson? Yeah. You're gonna have to address oh, that because you can't have someone who just looks. Maybe the they're same. gonna do little the Jackson. Well, they would five. have to do ten year old Michael. Yeah, yeah, they have to do at yeah. least two. So whether yeah. which one they, you and know, they end up and it. Will they do Billy Jean and ten year old Mike? I don't know. Yeah. That's a good and question. it's gonna end up with that guy who's that hot heartthrob Justin Bieber playing him at the end. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Playing, my gosh. <laughs> All right, we'll be back. We-